0: Back as I promised you last week. I'm back, and I don't know. Does that would that be, mean that you promised me too? Okay, never mind. But if you were with me next week, last week, then I'm going to take it as a promise that you were coming back too. So it's good to good to hear you, or you good to hear me, and good to see you, and you get to see me. All this good stuff, yada yada yada. But thank you for joining me again for another episode of Coach My World and as you see I'm your crazy coach, Coach Renee. I'm here to coach you for another powerful and exciting episode. Now I'm being a little silly right now because listen, when we get into today's topic... We, we, we're going to hit some serious waves and um, I just think we need to laugh now before we start crying. Yeah. So anyways, make sure you share this podcast. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a stranger, hey, listen, you need to listen to this podcast and uh, have them rate it and, and submit a review for me. I told you last week that we got a couple of reviews, guys. Yeah so please review 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 write a review write it I don't care you know I'm a funny girl so if you need to be funny be funny you don't have to be all deep on the reviews just tell me what you think about it so that someone else that's looking for a good podcast to listen to they can get your view on it so make sure you do that for me and also visit me on my website www.com I am Renee Roberts.com. You can go on there. You can get the podcast. You can set uh, book an appointment for coaching if you're interested. Um, yeah. And right now I'm doing virtual, solely virtual. So it doesn't matter what state you're in. You could be anywhere in the world and I will coach your world where you are. Yes. So just go online and check me out. If you are interested, uh, you can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. Those are good ways to just see me in my natural elements, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> so remember as always, and you know what, this is gonna, if you're following this podcast and you're listening to it every week, this eventually you're going to memorize this section right here. Where I tell you that is my ultimate goal for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and forward progress for your life. So, let's get this train rolling and get our lives moving forward as we talk about, please don't leave me, addressing the wounds of abandonment. This is part two. Now, I gave you six signs of abandonment and I do not have enough time in this podcast to go back through all of that uh no you're gonna have to go back and download that one part one which is episode seven, and then you'll find out what we're talking about if you're not on up to speed. So we're going to jump right in at number seven. But before I jump into that, I just want to remind you that this abandonment, abandonment issue, it is a form of anxiety. I don't know why that keeps ringing in my heart, but many people are dealing with anxiety issues and they're taking medicines, and I'm not against that. Some people need what they need, what they need in order to to bring some type of functionality to their lives. But understand that you don't want to be on medicine for the rest of your life. You don't want to be dwelling in anxiety all of your life. That is so uncomfortable. You want to kind of deal with the core or the root issues that are triggering the anxiety. And a lot of our anxieties, if we if we're really good at exploring our Historical experiences, like I told you guys last episode, you will discover that the root of a lot of my anxiety is resting right in some abandonment issues. Remember, abandonment can be physical, meaning somebody's just physically left you, or it can be emotional, where somebody literally is living in the space with you, the same space, and they have totally emotionally left you. They have abandoned you emotionally. And this is a part of neglect, but I'm not going to get into that right now. That's I don't know. I don't even know why I said that to get your ears itching about it, but it is a neglectful part in relationship. And so we have to just be kind of aware these these things I'm kind of revealing to you through these, this podcast is for awareness It's to literally shed light on our condition, so that we can do something about it, we can address it, we can start healing, and we can start walking in our absolute freedom. Don't you want to be free? Back in the day, we did a song called that. It was uh, during Black History Month. My goodness, and it was called "Don't You Want to Be Free." The, the whole song just asks a question about freedom, and um, I think it was based off of one of Langston Hughes' uh, poems. But don't you want to be free? And if you want to be free, come on, let's do what's necessary. Let's do the work. So let's get to working. And um, I'm going to give you, let's see, I'm going to give you seven today. All right. And then we'll finish the other seven. There are 20 in all. So I did six, the first one, this part, we're going to do seven. And then I'll do seven at the last part. All right. Sounds good. Yes. Yes. That's so funny when I do that as if I could hear y'all talking back to me. And you're probably nodding your head, like, yeah, that's good. Uh huh. I know it's all psychology. Let's go, guys. Let's go. So here's number seven uh, this is a sign of abandonment, this is a signifier that there are some abandonment issues, a need for continual reassurance that others love them and will stay with them a need for continual reassurance that others love them and will stay with them. You remember, I think it was a captain and Tanil that saying love will keep us together. Don't quote me on it. I'm just singing a little bit of it and you can find out who's sang it. I think it's Captain Tennell though, but they say love, love will keep us together, you know? Okay. So, but then you can go ahead and flip that Tina Turner out on you and say, what's love got to do with it? Right. But we need that continual reassurance that you love me and you're going to stay with me. I need you to promise me that can you promise me that you're going to stay? Promise me that you'll never leave me. You'll never leave me nor forsake me. Honey, that is only a promise that Jesus could have kept for us because we as human beings, we are transient and there are times that we just have to leave. And unfortunately, it sometimes means breaking a promise, right? So that need, that continual need, the continual part is what's so frustrating because it's not just a one-time need. This is Always. I need you to reassure me. You ever had someone in your life, or maybe it's you, that just needed constant reassurance that you're going to stay with me. You're going to love me. You're going to love me. You're going to stay with me. That is rooted in abandonment, and we need to heal in that area. Number eight. Ooh, this one gave me chills because I was in this category. The need to control others. Mm. Oh boy. Coach Renee was a control freak guys. (laughs) Oh boy. I was a control freak and, um, I needed to be able to navigate things and to govern things and to, to make sure, you know, uh, you're doing what I desire you to do and and you're doing what makes me comfortable and you're doing what what and, and all of these things were a result of what I didn't get or what I didn't receive in my development as a child so as this adult I, I grew up into this this need to be in control person, even to the point where I was in control of my own emotions so much that I would not express them. I was in control. It it became a negative, right? And we're not here in the earth to control each other. Uh, but when we are dysfunctional, we don't see that that's not our role because we're just functioning based on the dysfunction that we've grown accustomed to. So, I started realizing that this this need to control others, this is some I'm not going to say it, but this is foolery. <laughs> this is foolery and um I need to deal with this because this is not healthy. And the more I dug into it, I realized that I was it was based out of my root of abandonment. So I needed to heal in that area, which helped me release control, not just of my own emotions and and things, but stop trying to place demands on people to control them, to make me feel good or to make, to make, you know, my abandonment issues, uh, calm you know I, I had to face those things so I didn't have that need any longer and if that's you don't stress about it don't feel terrible about it you know just feel moved to say I need to I need to heal in this I need to yeah I need to heal in this this is not healthy for me so that's number eight number nine. Per- oh god you would think I didn't write this stuff right okay but I get I get overwhelmed every time I read it number eight number nine persisting with unhealthy relationships. How many of us have been in unhealthy relationships for so long and we're persisting like, I- I'm going to just stay in this thing and I'm going to make it work. And for us Christians, oh my God, we do the most praying, the most fasting, uh, trying to make things work, trying to keep it together. And it is so unhealthy for us. You know, one of my, what's Coach Renee was one of my favorite words, safety. Safety right? Safety first. If you're in an unhealthy relationship, stop persisting that this thing works. Stop, stop trying to make it happen. Do what you need to do to become healthy so that you will start seeing that. I I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to persist in this any longer because it no longer aligns with my state of being. I understand when we're in a broken state, we're in a dysfunctional state, so we do dysfunctional things. But when you start healing, when you start walking in your truth, when you start walking in the reality of, I don't have to be subjected to this any longer, you know what happens? Those relationships become very unhealthy for us, and we immediately start putting pins in it. Now, this may be hard for the receiver on the other end, but guess what? That's not your issue. All right, so... That's number nine. Let's go on to number 10, guys. Yes, let's keep this train moving. Number 10, the inability. Oh, that's that word again. We talked about this word last week, the inability to maintain healthy relationships. (laughs) So that's different from staying in an unhealthy relationship. This has to do with the inability to maintain a healthy relationship. So that means that if I don't deal with my issues, I have the potential to mess something up, something that could be so healthy. I have the potential to keep it unhealthy. I don't know how I don't have the ability to maintain something in a healthy manner, which kind of puts us back at number number. um, What was it? Number um, nine again, because it's about that persisting in the unhealthy relationships. No, I have to learn how to maintain healthy relationships. But the only way I can learn that is by healing. I need to heal. There's no sense in me doing, uh, reading books and, and doing the quick fix of steps one, two, three, and four. I need to heal. I have been abandoned. I'm dealing with damage. I'm dealing with these issues. I'm dealing with these pains that I was not even aware that they existed. And I need to heal so that I can learn how to maintain healthy relationships. Because as of now, there's, I have an inability with that. There, there is not possible. It is not possible for me to maintain a healthy relationship in this state. So we got to work on that so that we can heal from that. Yes. Number 11. Woo. Moving quickly. From one relationship to another. Moving quickly from one relationship to another. You know what I like to call that? Drum roll, please. Commitment issues. So, if you have issues with commitment, you have a hard time committing, and you just jumping around and from one relationship to another like a jumping bean in a bag, then there's a problem that you need to address in your life. We as human beings and our human behavior and our in our social uh, existence, a healthy thing says I am able to commit to a relationship. I'm able to be committed in this thing that I'm in. I'm not going to keep jumping from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. And then ultimately, I'm just like, oh, forget it. I just won't be in a relationship at all. No, that is you're punking out. Yes, you are. You're punking out. Okay. no. What does a bold, healthy person do? Say, no, I need to address and deal with my issues so that I can stay in a relationship and stop being Oh, can I say it? Oh, oh, should I say it? Stop being a relationship hoe. Okay? I said it, guys. It's out there. I am so hyped right now. I know. White, close your mouth. Lift your, lift your, lift your lip. Yeah. Okay. The bottom lift. Close it. Yes. But that's what we are like. We're just jump from one relationship to another relationship. Just like we talk about people that are sleeping around. And, you know, when I say jump from relationship to relationship, I'm not implying or even assuming or, or making a judgment call on what you're doing. These relationships can be friendships. You can be jumping from one female friend to the next female friend to the next female friend. Why? Simply because I refuse to deal with my issues. My commitment issue is a result of my abandonment issue. Because if I commit to this and they leave me, I'm a, I'm going to splash out. If I commit to this and they don't stick around... I'm, I'm going to lose it. This is why people lose it. This is why people do crazy things <laughs> when people start leaving them because of their abandonment issues. Not just because they're hurt. You're hurt to that degree and angered to that degree because of the abandonment issue. So you have to get to the root of your issue, though. I don't have time to address everybody's individual abandonment issue. That's why I told you last week, make sure you go back into your historical experiences and examine them, explore them. Find out where did this abandonment start in my life so you can confront it, address it, deal with it and start healing in that area. Yes? Ooh, that was a hot one. That was a hot one. And I even cussed a little bit in there with the whole situation. All right. So, number 12, number 12, number 12, number 12. Sabotaging relationships. Now, this is a little different from jumping from relationship to relationship. All right. Let me clear my throat. (coughs) Jumping from relationship to relationship, that's the jumping bean syndrome, right? But when you stay in a relationship and then you sabotage it intentionally, In other words, you do things that you know it's going to cause this thing to just crumble and fall. So if it crumbles and falls, I'm not technically jumping from relationship to relationship. It's just ended and now I'm free to go to another relationship. But we sabotage it because we are afraid that we are even going to be able to be uh, satisfied or content in this relationship. So I'm going to sabotage. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to cause some sa- I'm going to self-sabotage in this relationship simply because I'm afraid that it's going to end this way anyway. I'm afraid that they're going to abandon me at any point anyway. It's not going to last forever anyway. Nothing is forever anyway. You understand? That is the mindset of a sabotager. I'm going to, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to mess it up before it messes up because it's going to mess up. Anyways, we, that's an abandonment issue and it is rooted Is remember the fear of abandonment, that, that is, that is the root, that fear, fear of being alone, fear of being left, fear of being, uh, not good enough or unwanted. Those are the things that we have to address in our hearts in this area. So the sabotaging, just bringing it to light. We're going to close it all up in the, in the, the last part of this, um, Topic. But let's move on to the last one I have for you today. Number 13. Okay, so we have the we have eleven, which was moving quickly from one relationship to the other. We have 12, which was sabotaging relationships. 13 deals with attaching too quickly, even to unavailable partners or relationships. Ooh. That sounds like <laughs> That sounds like a little, that's not your husband, that's not your wife, that's not your girlfriend, that's not your boyfriend type of situation. Yes, that's sounding like, uh, why are you getting so attached so quickly and I'm not even available? Just because I gave you attention, just because I gave you a little piece of my heart, does not mean that I am the person that can give you all of this that you want because, you, you know, now you're attaching to me because of your own issues. And this is how people that deal with abandonment issues get so wounded so fast because we attach. And look, look, I'm calling it we. It's me, too. I like to say it's me, me. I am me. I I am, you know, attached too quickly. And that's something that literally shut down for me. I did not. I stopped attaching quickly. I went the opposite way, which we'll get to that in the the last part of this um, topic. When I give you the last seven, Um, I went the opposite way. There was no attaching quickly. There was no attachment. As a matter of fact, I wanted to stay away from attachment. Um, You know, it just wasn't it wasn't feasible for me. And I was afraid that if I attached that, you know, you were you could leave me. Because of my experiences. And so we have to stop the whole. When we're healthy. We won't attach so quickly. And when we're healthy. We won't attach to things. That don't belong to us. Yes. That's not yours. He's not yours. She's not yours. And this does not mean we can't be friends. This not does not mean we can't have connection. But when we attach ourselves. You know. We have to be mindful that I can't just emotionally attach myself to something that does not belong to me, to someone that does not belong to me. Just because I like your nice car, I can't get all attached to it. It's not mine, you know? Because if I I get attached, then I'm going to start washing it myself. I'm going to start putting gas in it myself. I'm going to start taking it on joy rides myself. (laughs) Now you may have a report out on your stolen car um, because that's really what it would be, but I, am not entitled to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I I know I'm making kind of light of it in the analogy, but that's really, we, we, that's a, that's an abandonment issue. And if you're in something like that and you've been feeling okay with it, or you're feeling like that's okay, coach Renee is here to tell you that's not okay. That's not okay. Deal with your and I'm not judging you at all. I'm saying go deal with your issues so that you can learn how to attach in a healthy way. You can learn how to attach what belongs to, to attach to what belongs to you and stop putting yourself in these positions to be hurt and to be injured. Let me leave you with this really bold, practical statement. He's not leaving his wife. She's not leaving her husband. Okay. Do yourself a favor. Start healing and stop attaching so quickly to these relationships and partners that don't belong to you because there is not their issue. This is your issue. We're talking about you. We're talking about me. We have to be healthy enough to attach to the things that are going to benefit us and that's going to help us on our holistic journey of health and healing. So those are the seven for today. I hope that they have been um, helpful in bringing some awareness to just some areas in our own personal lives or could be your friend's personal life. Maybe you know, you know, and, and you may not be the one with the issues, but maybe you know a friend that, Yeah, that's their issue or a sibling that. Yeah, that's their issue. Share this with them. Um, It's just my it's just my own little flair on this entire topic. Now, on the last part when I for next week, we're going to get into the last seven and I'm going to give you some tips on the healing process. I promised you in in, in episode seven that I would not leave you here. So, but we got to ride through it seven and eight. So in episode nine, which is part three of this, I promise I'm going to give you some things to heal with in this, in these areas. Uh, it doesn't make sense to expose it and not deal with it. So they're being exposed. I get it. You may even be highly sensitive right now. Um, it's okay. It's natural. Remember, I told them last time, just take a break, breathe, process through this. yes. And give yourself allow your your emotional um, time to process all of these things that are being uh, brought to to light or brought to the forefront. And we're going to get to some healing tips in the next episode. So until next time, guys, I want to see you healthy. I want to see you holistically whole, and I want you to be able to stand in your own autonomy. Coach my world, Renee Roberts. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one Renee, 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 um, I am Renee.